Hi, welcome to Ear for Fear. This is Rick, and this is the podcast that talks about scary movies or movies trying to be scary. Uh, today, we uh, got one of the one of the creeps himself uh, joining us, Donovan. Good to be here. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for uh, doing this episode. You and I are going to be talking uh, 2014's It Follows. Uh, before you and I jump into this thing, uh, let me do a quick uh, synopsis. Uh, a young woman is followed by an unknown supernatural force after a sexual encounter. Faced with this overwhelming burden, she must find a way to escape the horrors. That seems to be only a few steps behind. All right, man. So uh, it follows um, you and I, uh, I. I think I came to you. I said, "Hey, let's do this." I hadn't seen this movie in a while. I, I saw this when it came out, and I think that was it for me. Like, I, I, I saw it. It was okay. It got like a lot of like, "Oh man, you got to go see this movie. You got to go see it." So I went and checked it out, and it wasn't like I hated the movie, but I don't know. I had I had some issues with it then. Then. I haven't watched it since then and then rewatched it again last night for the podcast. And some of those issues I had in say 2014 or actually really, cause I think it was released in 15, uh, you know, at least here. Um, I think I still had some of those same issues. Um, doesn't mean I didn't like the movie. Like it has some, some good stuff going on here. Um, but I, I, you know, we'll dive into it, but I, I got some issues, especially with the overall message of this movie that, that really just, I don't know. You know, it seemed to be really thrown in our face and um, I don't know, you know, what, what are your, you know, you had saw this, is this a couple times now you've seen this two, three, four times? Yeah, this is the second time. <clears throat> I'm curious what the message is for you. I think for me, it's a little bit more general, it has nothing to do with like sex or STDs, which I think is kind of like the clear, obvious takeaway. For me, it's more like the inevitability of our like mortality, you know, like despite what you do, death's coming for you. Um, but we'll get into it, I suppose. Uh, general thoughts. I, I really like this movie. Mm. I still like this movie. Um, first time I watched it was around the same time you did, I think, because it came out. I watched it. This would have been March 2015, but I watched it sometime after that. And then some months later, I ended up coming up with like a, not my friend group, but a friend of like a friend a friend group that my friend is in, we were all hanging out and like it follows came up and no one seemed to like, like it or found it scary. And then I asked them, how did you watch this movie? And they said they watched it in a group. And I was like, well, that's the worst way to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. I think this movie benefits, um, like a lot of, like a lot of movies I think are really good. I think like the American version of like the grudge, um, is like another, or the ring is another like really good movie to watch. Like when you're alone, there's movies that are like that that are best not watched in a group setting, which is kind of like the antithesis of like the general horror genre for a lot of Americans anyway. You know, you want to be scared together. You want it to be in like this roller coaster. This is not one of those movies. It's a lot like Hereditary where it just you you, you kind of need to steep in the film. And if there's like any distraction that takes you out of the film, then the film, I think, kind of like breaks apart. And this is one of those movies. So if you're at all distracted, I can see where um, this film wouldn't work for you. Now, having said that, can this movie be a successful film um, when the whole medium is kind of having you sit through a prolonged duration and it's so easy at any point during that duration to be distracted? That's like another question for like a different podcast, you know? Um, Sure. But General thoughts. I kind of love this movie. I love everything it's doing. There's some sort of like logic things that maybe we can get into, but I don't really care all that much because I think for the most part, 
Um, this film kind of shies away outside of like the first 30 minutes or so about the rules of the monster. And there are things that the characters do that in hindsight, they, you know, they don't test it as further the monster as far as they could. But they're also like 19 year old kids. They only have access to so many things. But we'll get into that, I'm sure, as well, because this movie invites a lot of discussion. Um, it, it does. Um, I guess, first of all, spoiler alert. So if anyone hasn't seen it, um, we're going to spoil the movie for you. So, you know, if you haven't seen it, you want to see it, go, you know, stop us, pause us, whatever. Go check this out and then come back. But um, it's again, it's not it's not that I, I, I disliked this movie. Um, I, I think it's I think it has a lot of good elements going for it. Um, but there are things that bother me. And you just mentioned the rules of, let's say, this entity. Let's call it an entity or whatever you want to call when it. When people talk about this, they usually refer it to as either it, it? the creature, okay. the well, monster, it, the curse. I always think of the clown. But I mean, yeah, yeah you know, the curse, the entity, whatever I know, whatever but like is. the title yeah. is like It Follows. So people just call it True. It, True. Okay. You know? Sure, I guess. Okay. But I, I understand. Like so, Coming yeah. from like seeing that movie first, you're like, well, it is the clown slash the monster and it <laughs> yeah. you know so um so my my well i guess let's first go before we like kind of you know i and i don't know if you want what sort of format you want to go with this episode i mean we could just kind of jump around and, and talk about what we liked or disliked or we could just kind of you know we don't have to dissect every scene we let's first go over the characters we got jay uh jay is the main character um uh paul uh yara i think it's yara kelly hugh and greg and i think those are I think we have a few other people, you know, we might have some others in there, but they're not like huge characters. Um, so I would say those are probably, what is that? Six. That's probably the main six. That's a pretty small cast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, this is a, this was a lower budget movie. I think they made it for about a million. Um, I think it ended up grossing about maybe 20 million worldwide, uh, you know, which is great. Yeah. Um, that's a huge success. Yeah, yeah. Def- definitely. Absolutely. Um, so when you have those lower budget movies, you're not going to have a ton of, you're probably not going to have a ton of actors, you know, you're trying to, you know, you're kind of doing it on the, on, on a, you know, on a smaller, smaller let's, scale. Let's also like not forget that, uh, the monster is played by like 10 plus people, you know, throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Um, this, yeah. Is that where, yeah, this thing, this thing is just, it constantly changes forms. Um, I don't know. At times I don't have an issue with it. At other times I do have an issue to it. And, and I don't know if it's, I, 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 how do I explain this? Like it can change a form, say, say it, say it can, it can turn into your mother and, and you don't think anything because it's your mom, but then it, ta- it then it changes into these random characters that mean nothing to you. And, and it changes so fast that it just doesn't make sense to me. Like within a minute, like there's a scene later on in the movie when they're on the, I don't know, this is a lake or something. And it's like one, one second, it's a woman. And then another second, it's a, it's a boy. And I I just, I I don't understand the rules here. And like, I could see if it constantly changed into like people, you knew, then you would be so screwed. You have no idea what's going on here. And I think I would have liked that premise more. I do love the idea of this, this thing, like following you constantly, the, the whole sex thing. I, I, I'm not feeling it. I don't like it at all. Um, but the idea of something you've given something. So let's just say, let's just say what it is. You, this, basically this thing is transmitted through a sexual encounter, which I just, like I said, I just don't care for. I think I would have been more on board if it was maybe an object of some sort, say like, and drag me to hell, you know, the button was cursed, you know, um, I don't know what they would have done with that, but the whole sex thing, I just, I, I didn't care for it. Um, and so it's like, you know, it's like you have sex and then all of a sudden this thing is now following you. But the person who gave it to you can still see this creature. And so I get that part of it. Like the rules sometimes are confusing for me. And and I'm all for if you establish certain rules and you follow those, whether I like them or not, I am I'm down as long as you're consistent. And I felt it wasn't consistent. What you know, what did you think? Yeah, this is funny because usually I'm in your seat talking about this and i I know and this is why i love this because you've said this a million times on this podcast so so when it comes to the rules there's uh a couple that are kind of hard and fast uh the first one being that it's it is transmitted through sex and if we want to talk about like the themes of that it's uh more so like the loss of purity or innocence that's what sex means here so you know 
And there's also like this theme of water in the movie. We open with Jay like in the pool. Yeah. And uh, we see that as a place of comfort for her. We uh, also the big climactic scene with the monster at the end is also in a pool. And then we also see that her pool is destroyed after the monster has already, you know, started coming after her. So there's also like that there's sex, there's water. And these are like, you know, things that wash yourself with or things that can be taken away. Um, so when it comes to that, it's your loss of purity. When this monster ch- chases you down, it's your loss of purity. And my reading of that is that as you get older and you lose your innocence, you also need to come to accept your own mortality. So this creature is kind of like embodying that, you know, you will die. And you typically realize that after you've gone through this change um, and, and you believe and that sex so, is this change you well uh, regarding the movie that's it's sort of um stake in the ground like that for okay. when you have sex for the first time that's when you lose your innocence obviously it's not that simple you know i yeah. don't even know if the movie is making it that simple at some point you just need to have an idea and stick to it right sure so like the the, so the grayness of that idea and how much you agree with it, disagree with it, or like it, that's totally fine um, wherever you stand. I stand thinking it's cool as fuck, <laughs> and I really like <laughs> I really kind of like like all this stuff. Um, but so the rule is that if you have sex, this thing is going to follow you. Um, a rule that isn't hard and fast that we kind of only figure out later on is that. If you're on this chain, you can still see the monster. Um, and the second rule being that it you can't kill it. And that's another rule that we just kind of like see, right? Um, but like there's really just that one rule. It's gonna follow you no matter what. And everything else is kind of like set dressing. The way it transforms, um, I forget the character's name, but the guy mm-hmm. who passes it to Jay, he says that it'll change and it do whatever thing it can do to get close to you now we find out later in the movie that that's not really the case oh uh hugh was the character hugh hugh yeah yeah so and this movie the reason i said it invites a lot of discussion is because i don't think that any of these characters are reliable they only know the rules as they've been told and as as they've seen so when hugh says it does these things in order to get to you that's his experience of the monster now, some of those are going to be factual. For one, we know it's always it is it does in fact always chase them. Um, we also know that it always goes at a snail pace. We also know that it doesn't stop. We also, but what we don't kind of know is how does it get to them? Is it yeah. following roads? Is it walking over houses? Is it just take a beeline straight to them? Is it navigating like Google Maps type of thing? Exactly. You know. Yeah. So is it like let's say. And and we'll talk about like director comments in a second because mm-hmm. I looked it up real fast. Okay. Um, but let's say you took a, you're in the U.S. You took a flight to Japan. Is it going to walk through the water or is it going to take a you know Jason Voorhees it like he drove a car like across the state? Is he going to take a plane? You know, like these are things we don't really know, and that's because that movie doesn't test it. Now the director Mitchell has said that it could in fact take a plane in order to get to you in Japan. Which makes sense. The monster isn't stupid, but it also seems to have sort of like a base level of intelligence. It knows that if there's a locked door, it can just go through a window. It can attempt to break the door down. It can just knock on it for you to open it up if you're unawares, you know. Which we've seen in the movie. We, we, yeah. you know, we see a, a broken window a few times. We see a broken door. We see it takes the form of, uh, I believe his name is Greg. Uh, that's the neighbor across the street. It takes the form of his mother. So he answers the door and then of course it gets, it gets him. But I guess, I don't know, man. I mean, do I need all these? (sighs) Okay. I like the rules. That's why I said, I don't need a huge, yeah, I don't need a huge backstory. Oh, go ahead. That's why I said there's just like the one rule you need to care about, you know? Well, and then two, you know, um, for the listeners, you know, again, I guess if, I guess if you haven't, if you've seen this, then you kind of know. But if you haven't and you still want to just keep listening, you know, we're going to ruin it for you. But if you've given it to someone and that someone dies, then it comes back to you. So so if you, you know, you've given it to, you know, so Hugh gives it to Jay. If Jay dies, then it goes right back after Hugh. Because I believe at the beginning of the movie, um, you know, we see a death. We see this this girl who is being followed. 
And, uh, you know, we, we get this scene, which is, a you know, which is, I, I love this, you know, it, it establishes, it establishes some tension and it establishes, you know, kind of this un, we don't see it at first. It's, she sees it, no one else sees it. You know, she ends up uh, getting killed and that's on the, the, the beach. Um, so I, I was curious, you know, do you think that was something that was passed to, to, you know, Hugh passed it to her and then, and then she died right. and then Hugh got it back. And then he's like, Oh crap. And so let me, so I was thinking about this last night after I watched the movie about the timeline of this. And I didn't actually look into other people's, um, you know, version of this timeline, but the simple fact is that we don't know, and I don't think it's fair to make any assumptions. <clears throat> we actually don't know if he was already passed this on before. We just don't. Um, we know that he has he 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 knew enough to uh, make his presence um, almost anonymous, right? Because he rented that house under a fake name, which is not where he lived, and then he found a girl, you know, found a target, partied with her, sent it on. But and this is where the timeline gets really murky. Now, did he already pass it or was he already in the process of passing it? And or did that first person that he passed it to, does, does he know he di she died because the, he sees it following him? We just don't kind of know. And the reason I think there's like this murkiness to it is because in the opening scene when they're on that first, I'm not the opening scene, but in the first date. Yeah. He's like extremely comfortable. And now you would only be that. And then this is high, you know, foresight on my part. I've already seen yeah. this movie. So I knew what to look for. But he's like so comfortable and that leads you to two conclusions. Either he has put like so much distance between him and this thing, which require like a level of, of foresight, or um, he's in a position where he's looking to spread it. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those two go, go together and he's looking to spread it or he uh, does not think that, that he's already passed it along. He does. He thinks he's safe. He does not think the thing is following her or him. And then when he's in the movie theater and they're playing that game yeah. and he turns around and he sees that monster, the monster, that's when he like, he, he gets like a huge, Oh shit moment. Whatever happened. Like they say he did pass it. That yeah. person is now dead. And that could be the girl we've seen in the opening movie. It makes sense. In the scene. We don't know, but that could be it. And so this is where like the movie invites a lot of discussion because the timeline, we don't know. Like even if you watch this movie and you attempt to like map it out, it's pretty murky. The general um, thought is that 15 days pass throughout the movie, um, but that's even a little 15 like, days, 15 days. Oh, I yeah. didn't get that at all. Yeah. Because they go on like a big old road trip and just that road trip would take about 12 hours. Oh, So you think you, you, you think from like, say the start to basically the, from our introduction to Jay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense because so, but I think that that opening scene with the first girl that could have been years down the line it could know. have been or it could have been it could have been he he was he was befriending you know all these different women to keep passing it along because maybe his chances are better that it doesn't come after him so then you know look let's say for instance um but you can only pass it the once but see that's the thing unless okay. it comes back to you then you pass it again okay so you think now that's not a hard and fast rule that the movie explicitly states but even if it was all these people are unreliable. You can't necessarily trust anything. I don't say. know, man. There's so a lot can, of, there's a lot of gray area in these rules. And that's what I'm trying to like, like I said, if you establish the rules and I understand them and there's no gray area, then I'm down. But I, I just don't know because they seem to take liberties throughout the movie. It's like, okay, so, so Hugh passes it to Jay. They go, they, they, um, they end up having sex in his car um, and, and then he drugs her and then they're in some, looks like some abandoned, I don't know what this is. Let's just, it almost looks like a parking garage or something. It, it, all I know is it's abandoned. So, you know, she wakes up, he explains the rules that he knows of. Again, he was giving rules. So, you know, as this thing is passed down, who knows the rules, they get a little murky, um, you know, uh, because they're, they're still scared of this thing. You can still see it, you know, it's there. So he tells he tells Jay, hey, this is what's going to happen. So within the fact that he drugged her, and let's just call it an hour or two, he drugged her. She woke up in this, I, I guess this was like a wheelchair or something, and she strapped down. Okay, a couple hours have passed, and then here's this, this, this entity, this it. And it always seems to be almost half the time a naked woman of some sort. Okay, whatever. Um, that just seemed weird to me. You know, it's like it's... 
we could talk about that later. I had an issue with that. It's like, I, I don't I mean, know. There's, it's also a naked man a few times too. Yes. It always seemed to be someone had to be naked. I don't, I don't understand that. Maybe you have a, maybe you have a thought on that. Yeah. My thought <clears throat> is that it's, uh, trying to psychologically terror the person. Oh, so that's why. So, the, so you think the, 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 the newness is to terrorize the individual? Oh, yeah, because it's not just the newness. It's also the, the disheveledness and the fact that they look like a corpse and they're just walking towards you. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I mean, guess I, like a, I found it pretty unnerving, man. I, I, I guess I, I just, it didn't mean that I didn't find it unnerving. I just, I just, I guess my question is, was it necessary? Like, like to have, considering that this is passed through sex i think uh i think there's a strong argument to be made for it to be that way yeah okay all right i mean i mean like i said that's why i wanted if it was like passed through an object and then they were showing up naked i'd be like yeah this is gratuitous to the max but because it's passed through sex there's that thematic link and so it's it's definitely i think you know i wouldn't go as far as say it's necessary you know i mean it's not yeah i mean but i I think it works for sure and i don't think it's gratuitous i mean especially like when like it's kind of hard to look at those scenes and be like yeah do you find this like sexually arousing in any way if 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 you do then you know like this movie's kind of funky no it doesn't it i didn't i didn't find that at all and i mean you know look i mean because i'm a huge fan of slashers the nudity was there just to be just just to have it and and it's funny in slashers it's like well if you had sex you died and but there was a ton of of you know of tna i guess you would call it you know yeah unnecessary i'm not saying i I just i just i don't know i mean i i see what you're saying i guess i can't really argue it i just didn't know if i just didn't feel like it was necessary like i mean i could see once or twice but it was like almost every single individual it was like it was also they were the monster was also frequently like dressed in white and like on like two occasions it was dressed in like normal clothes arguably the last scene it could have been dressed in normal clothes if you think that was the monster um so yeah it could have just like i think it it always chose a form to mess with the person it was following and which is why it changed so frequently sometimes because every single time you see it differently there's always a shock of this you know especially when like half the time the monster like looked you know kind of like messed up it's also why it frequently showed up as you know i got I, on two occasions i think it showed up as her dad once on the roof when he when Correct. her was naked and yeah. then uh, again at the very end yeah. In the pool. Well, we see the foreshadowing, right? With like in her bedroom on the mirror, there's two photos. I think they were, I don't know if they were Polaroids or not, but they were two photos. One of her in her pool and one of her and her dad. It was foreshadowing the the end, you know, yeah. her in a yeah, pool, yeah. you know. So um, I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I, it's like, okay, so, so, you know, Hugh gives this to Jay within an hour or two, you see this creature, this, this, this it. But then, but then when she passes it later on in the movie to Greg, it's three or four days later. I, I don't understand. Where is, again, where is, okay, so where's the creature coming from? That's the thing. So if, okay, if, if Hugh passes it to Jay in this little town, and, and what, I don't even know what the town name was, but whatever the town is, okay. So is the creature already there in that town because it's been following Hugh? And then let's say Jay, let's say Jay hopped on a plane. From this little this little state she's in or this town she's in, and she flies like you said to Japan. Does it follow her from that town to Japan? I mean, what and how long does it take? It's like I I don't I don't know where it's coming from, and and I'm all for the unknown, but I I just I want some more information here. I, I yeah. So so you need to work with what the movie's given you on this one. Um, so. And let's ignore what Mitchell has said, the director slash writer has said um, about it hopping on a plane. I think if we're looking at just the movie, you ignore that. Like it's we've never seen it do anything like that. So assume that it could only walk and assume that it would take the uh, the easiest route. Um, So it's not going to try to like climb over fences or houses if it doesn't need to. Um, And then it, it walks at a walking pace. Right. And so let's say. And let's just say for some whatever re- weird reason, I'm in like California and a person I just gave it to is now in Nevada. And let's say that person in Nevada, it's like halfway in between that mark, but that person just dies unrelated halfway. It's now at that halfway point. It's not mm-hmm. coming back to me from that halfway point. It doesn't magically like materialize somewhere else or closer to me 
it's always in transit and it's always going to be in transit at wherever it was when that last person died which is why we then see when greg dies Mm -hmm. it just immediately starts heading to jail yeah i remember that part yeah yeah so because um, now took- your question is like, why did it take so long to get to Greg that first time around? Why did it take three to four days? Yeah. Well, we have no idea where that hospital was. Um, and we also know that the monster was like last time we saw it was in that road trip 12 plus hours away. It would take, I think I, I, I was looking at the math, but more or less there was parts of that trip or it would actually take about 72 hours for them to, okay. for the monster to get to, which is why that three to four day timeline kind of makes sense. Um, okay, so and that's why I okay. say about 10 days or 15 days happens throughout the course of the movie, uh-huh. or at least why it's generalized to think it's around 15 days because just that road trip, like they're at the lake house for a while and then the monster catches up to them and then they go to a hospital. We don't know where the hospital is. Pass it along. Well, I would think we, we, we would think the hospital she because she, she gets in that car accident right by the lake house. So we would think that it's the nearest hospital wherever this lake house is. That's my my problem with it is, OK, I get what you're saying. If they drove, say, 12 hours from where they live to this lake house. OK, I could see it taking a few days. Definitely. But if it's at the lake house and she has now got into a car accident. OK. And what, a mile down the road, a half a mile down the road, if that, that thing would have still been following and it would have gotten to her quick because at the hospital, who knows how long she was there for? It would have come into the hospital. Right. That's my problem with it. It's and like, that's where like I make the counter argument is it's unfair to have a problem here because you don't, they don't give you a distance to the hospital. They don't tell you how long she's been out, um, how long she's gotten treatment. So it's like, well. There's too many factors for me to know for sure. Okay. So let me give you an example. Okay. And I was thinking about this last night and you tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. So she hops in the car at the lake house and she drives, let's just call it to me. It looked like not even a half a mile, but let's call it a half a mile. She gets into the accident. She gets knocked out. Okay. It would have taken time for her friends to run after her. Okay. Now they're running versus this it thing walking, but it's still walking towards her. It would have taken time for them to call an ambulance for the ambulance to get there to pick her up. That takes time. So it could have easily walked to her at that time. That's that's my issue. It's like, well, okay, easy counter arguments. Okay. I car wasn't total necessarily. They could have just driven the car. Two, they could have moved her. They at this point, they now everyone except Greg really believes that the monster exists and is in fact chasing her because um uh, what's his name? Hugh. Uh, Hugh. Yeah. Or, or Paul. 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 Sorry. That's okay. Paul like literally gets wounded. Yeah. He hits the thing with a chair and they all see the door, you know, explode open. So they know they, they believe her now for sure. Yeah. Greg's the only one that's still not sure. Yeah. And, because yeah. he wasn't, he really around. honestly doesn't believe her. And, you know, and so, yeah, the rest of them see all of this. They see her hair being pulled up. They, yeah. Paul gets knocked out that, you know, all of these things. So, so they're on board, but, right. but Greg is not. And the movie cuts all this stuff out. And, you know, whether or not you want to make the argument that it should resolve those questions, you know, that's, you know, I, that's a fair argument, but there's too many unknowns to say that's a fault just because I didn't show it to you. Um, I, I, I just gave you two. And then I gave you uh, another two um, uh, points to like why the monster just doesn't get her in the hospital bed. Is because there's way too many unknowns, and the movie does this on purpose. Okay, but it okay. doesn't, it, and it does this on yeah. purpose because I think the movie knows right away that if 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 you can math this out, then the movie removes all tension, which is also why the movie plays loose with time and distance. It doesn't tell us these things because, like, I can give you a solution right now because someone okay. did the math for this. All right, if if you lived about, let's say, you lived a, like a regular nine to five work week. Yeah. And uh, you drove nine six, to five. Who were who who, well, who works that anymore? It's an expression, right? <laughs> if you work a normal eight to five, yeah. Um, and you drove sixty kilometers, and the person doing this was obviously using the metric system. I'm not going to try to like convert it. Yeah, sixty kilometers, and you kept the same schedule every single day. The monster would always be kind of like in this halfway point between your work and your home, and you'd kind of live you know, carefree, assuming you kept that schedule every single day. Huh. So 
that's an easy solution. Another solution to this monster is that the kids don't test it. So we don't know if they like created like a bar trap because you trap the monster, put it in cement, lock it away forever. You know, we don't know if this thing is necessarily like totally concretely tied to a physical body because we do see it when it hits the water in the pool. And let's I, I do want to note that we never actually see it walk through water or anything. No, we only see it get shot and fell into water. Yeah. And when it did so and it got shot again, it kind of like turned into this bloody, gooey mess. So can this thing kind of like transform into some sort of like liquid or whatever and then materialize somewhere else? There's like a lot of things that the movie specifically and purposely doesn't tell you. And because it wants to keep that tension. But I, I will concede to your argument. And this is the, th- the same argument that I've had to other movies is that if you're so caught up on the rules that you're thinking about it then that becomes a barrier to entry to everything else the movie is doing. I personally didn't have this for this movie because I think the movie does everything so well and it purposely hides everything from you. And it does it in a way that I don't feel is cheating. And that's my subjective thoughts on the Mm -hmm. film. As soon as you think about it and you try to come up with these solutions, then you're wondering about the variables, which the movie hides from you. And um, I would have liked to have seen them test the monster more like could you have you know just locked it up we don't know we don't know if it could have gotten out yeah i I, you know for the most part and this is and this was this is what is interesting because i knew this was going to come up because normally we you are you and i are sitting at the opposites here i i'm i'm okay i can i can look past stuff and suspend belief when it comes to stuff and for some reason, I I can't with this. Like I'm so you know, focused on. I almost these... I almost feel like there's a bias on your part. I think maybe this movie is too artsy fartsy for you. No, not <laughs> it's not artsy fartsy. Don't I don't so? think. No, God, are you kidding me? I've seen way more artsy movie horror movies than this. Okay. No, not 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 at all. I think I just became so focused on the rules and and that you know that I I I don't know like it I've, became it came just it just kind of overwhelmed me and I kept dissecting it and I don't want to do that in in a, in a movie and and again I don't know if it's I I know I'm not the only one that has this issue so but is it I'm just too focused on it and I just couldn't look past it and it and it just became such a problem that it took away Again, I I mean, we've been talking about rules for 30 minutes. So, yeah, yeah, I think it was. I, I think it was. And it doesn't like um, I said, it doesn't mean that I didn't. I I liked a lot of the stuff that it was doing, but the rules became such a an issue for me that, you know, and I don't want to focus so much on the rules, but obviously I am. And and so maybe that's what's, you know, I, I can't look past it. Um, I I can sit here and talk about a lot of the stuff that I did like, because there are lots of things to like in this movie. Um, you know, I, I don't want to just crap on the, the rules. I don't, because I mean, I thought for what this was, they, they did a damn good job with it. I, you know, like I said earlier, if you just threw the whole sex thing out, I I'm down for this story. Um, I know why it was used. I get it. Um, that idea of something always falling you is scary as hell. Even if you moved across the damn, you know, you, you move from here to the furthest away from California, you can move. How long until this thing comes to get you and you know it's eventually going to? That's the thing. You know, what's funny is I think that's terrifying, too. I think it's even more scary as if you passed it along, you know, because that, we haven't even talked about that. Like, would you be able to do that? Like, would you would you as a knowing this thing is following you and it can kill you? Can you feel, would you feel okay with giving this to someone else, knowing that there's a good chance they're going to die? Would you be okay doing that? I know. Well, no. And I think, you know, I, I mean, we, we just lived, we're living through the pandemic right now. So, I mean, the answer is obviously no. I mean, I couldn't uh, stand knowing that I was responsible for someone else dying. Um, so, you know, Jay has that same question which is why she passed it along to Greg and then reluctantly passed it along to Paul. Um, well, she, then she also passed it to some random strangers yeah. on, on a, on a boat. Well, I was going to bring that up yeah. um, because that's another place where the movie uh, isn't clear. I think, I think that's open to interpretation. I do think she did. I, I want to believe that she didn't, 
Um, and then when she saw the monster again after that, you know, she knew that she killed another person. Um, so yeah, I couldn't do that. Um, now it's kind of hard to think clearly when this thing is always chasing after you and you know that if you make one mess up, you're probably dead. Um, but obviously there are rational, uh, solutions to this problem. If you had the time to think and it's smarter people thinking, even if you wanted to there, there's even more like, like, uh, like swinger <laughs> swinger-esque solutions to this problem you could explain the situation to you, like let's say you had like 10 people you were able to get on board and say like okay guys here's a solution i'm gonna suck with you you're gonna suck with them and then you go down like this 10 person chain and then you guys are just kind of like always together and there's you know you're, you it's almost like you guys have like this group where like wow. you created like this house almost of you know, we're always going to make, we're always going to take care of each other. Mm. And we're always, and this is for the well-being of this whole group. That's a, another solution where like, you kind of like have 10 people and they're always ferrying like maybe one person across, or maybe like they're keeping tabs on the monster cross country. So they always know where they are and they can like, like, uh, you know, I don't know, like leapfrog each other, like mm. through different houses, you know, across the state. And they're all supporting each other, like monetarily. This is becoming convoluted, though. That's like, but that's like. But I mean, I don't. There's like, there's like a ton of different solutions you could have to this problem and keep everyone safe. And we don't really know. And I would lean towards the the more pessimistic solution. We don't actually know. Like, what if you die naturally from like old age? Does that Mm. kill the chain, or does the chain go just go back to the next person? You know, true. What happens to the very first person this goes to? Is there even a first person anymore? Did they just die a long time ago naturally? Yeah, because the chain just went down. And again, that's where like we don't know. Yeah, we have no idea. You kind of need to be okay to not know. And I think because the movie explains enough, and I think all you need to know is that it's going to always chase you down everything else is set dressing you know you don't need yeah. to know any of this stuff it's just kind of there yeah like it if anything you need to only know what you need to know to establish the stakes of the movie but i've made this argument before if it if if that isn't enough for you subjectively then it ruins attention which is what happened in your case and what's happened in my case in other movies and i find that interesting i don't think i think that this movie works on one rule alone it always follows you. It's literally in the title. If you can, if you can get past that, the other stuff, and just focus on that, then yeah, I think I find I, I couldn't do it. I find the fact that it changes forms really scary and awesome. I find the fact that it never lets up amazing. I find that there's like this weird moral choice you have to have to get rid of it. It's a lot like the ring, you know, which I brought up earlier. Yeah, could you send it off to someone else? You know, um, or and if even if you did. Let's say, you know, there's always this fear that they're going to die or the chain is going to like, you know, house of cards on you and just come back to you. And then you're like in this constant fear. You know, we don't even know if Paul gave it to someone else. We just see them, yeah. you know, scoping out, you know, uh, the, hookers. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, like Paul yeah. was going to go give it to a hook, which to me was kind of if you think about it, it was kind of smart because how often. So if you find a hooker. How many different people is that person having sex with? And and so it's like, holy crap. Well, well, you're, true. Well, like, actually, she's just only giving it to the one person. Well, you're so. rolling die at that point because let's say that person died as long as she gave it to the like someone else, you know, like yeah. b- b- between those times, you know. Well, see if you think about it. Okay, you know, if you analyze this, okay, let's say. But again, let's I don't. Say, I don't think that's the smartest, cleverest solution. The cleverest solution is all the shit that I already brought up. Look, yours, yes, but 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 in 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 a in a movie, in an hour and a half movie, it's not feasible to do what you're doing in real life. If this was happening, what you're saying absolutely makes it's very smart and makes sense. But in a in a scope of a movie, they can't do that. So so they have to stay within their box. So so let's say, for instance, um, as long as we're clear that this is like a band aid fix, that correct, like that's correct. that's just it's going to fucking come off during in the water when you're swimming in the pool or the shower or whatever. You know what I mean? Yes, ab- so. absolutely. I, I, I agree. I agree. But, but what Paul, if he did do that, it's smart because if you give it to a hooker, sex worker, dad. sex worker, I'm sorry. Sex, well, whatever. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just going off of what, you know, whatever. Um, you give it to her. 
And let's say she she has sex immediately and gives it to someone else. And let's say that person dies. Then it reverts back to her, but she's constantly having sex. So it's it's constantly changing. The only time is if she doesn't have sex and it gets her, then it goes back to Paul. So it's not it's for the, the scope of this. It's it's smart. You it's know? probably the less risky, but there's still that risk, you know, because like what if she takes like a couple of days off, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, yes, <laughs> I'm or sure she, they do, you know, like or she, re- you know, what happens when she retires, you know? So, um, okay. So let's see here. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I think it's, I think it's Martin, you know, in the sense of, of, of this, of the movie itself. And that's why it, I, it's, that's why I call it like a bandaid fix, you know, like it is it's, it's, it's only going to be there for so long, you know, it, it it's is temporary. And we, and we don't, yeah. And we don't know. I mean, because, um, like the thing is, is if you want to beat this monster, unfortunately, everyone in the chain has to die. <laughs> Like that's the only way. And to that's the thing. It. It, and how long, you know, how, how far does this chain go? It, it, it almost reminded or, me of like a bad Remember back in the day, like when emails first came out and people thought stuff was funny and they would send you a, they'd send you something that was recycled a million times. And then it's like, Oh my God, how many, how many different people did this thing go to? And that's almost like what this reminds me of. It's almost reminds me of like some bad spam or something, <laughs> you know, like some, yeah. some spam email, you know? Well, obviously the, like the comparisons STD, you know, like, you know. no, it, it is. And but yeah, it is a lot like that, you know, like forward this or you're going to have bad luck for like the next 10 years. I think my, but. my, my, like, okay. And maybe you can argue this. And then I was thinking about this and I haven't seriously like dissected this, but you know, the thing is with this, you have sex and this thing is given to you. Okay. Well then what is, is you say it's this idea of, of, of mortality or of innocence being lost. Okay. I can, I can jump on board that, but then all of a sudden you have to constantly keep having sex to get rid of this thing. And that's the thing. It's almost like you've portrayed Jay. We know why she's doing it, but it comes off like she's some, I don't know. Like I'm not, I don't want to say slut. I hate to say that word, but she is now during the course of this film, it's implied that she's had sex with how many different people we know she had it with Hugh, with Greg, with Paul, and maybe this random stranger on this lake. It's like, she's now painted. We know why she's doing it, but it's still, it's like this, you're taking sex. And and what is the message you're sending here? That it's easier for a, for, um, I even, Hugh even says this. She's a, she's a pretty girl. It's, it's really easy for her to get rid of this. It was hard for him to get rid of it because he has to work for it because he's a guy. It sends the wrong message to me. There's a lot to unpack with that idea. And I don't know if I want to get into it. I, uh, cause oh, uh, I mean, if we want to break that down, the first thing is, is that uh, Jay's promiscuousness is seen as like a negative thing. People having sex, that's no issue at all. No, who, no, who cares? It's, it's not. But then I think I think uh, your argument is that the fact that she's then has to pass it along through sex um, and the fact that this is a negative thing, you know, makes her like kind of like a huge asshole. Um, But it's kind of like not her fault in a way. Now, she obviously and this is where like the morality of the situation kind of comes in. Is she the bad guy to want to save herself? It means dooming another. I think kind of like the objective answer. Well. My, my, my answer is yes, it does. Um, but you're kind of like put in between like a rock and a hard spot, you know, there's no easy thing to do when you're, you know, afraid for yourself. Um, and you you don't want to die. And the only solution is to pass it along. Now, the fact that it's through sex kind of complicates the matter because there is certainly this idea that because it is sex, that it's painting sex in a negative light because sex is the solution of the problem. Um, but, and this is because I don't want to get into it. I haven't spent enough time to think about this. Um, and I don't want to like give an answer yeah. that I regret that I didn't. This is like some video essay or like essay shit. Yeah. And no, if I haven't done the homework and research on it, I don't feel too comfortable talking in detail about it. Yeah. Now, first impressions. um, uh, I think that. I I don't I don't know, man, I I don't have like a like a good 
answer that I could like reliably say. I'm like, yeah, this is how I feel about it. 100%. Yeah. I mean, we, and we don't but know. We, I don't think the fact that it's, she's a quote unquote slut. I don't. No, I don't think she and is. The only reason it, she's had sex with so many people. And again, this is only if you think sex is a bad thing, which I don't, I don't at all. Um, is that, is that it failed a few times. It failed twice. It failed with, uh, Greg and it presumably failed with the guy she had sex with on the boat, the guy that she had sex with on the boat. Yeah. You know, and we don't even know if she did have sex with those we, guys. We don't, it's we, implied. We, we don't, we don't see it, but we see it's, she's in the car and her hair's wet. So we think that she went in the water but, and she's crying and yeah. you know, she's also, you know, She's also upset when we see the monster come for her again, you know? So it's implied that she did doom another person. Um, again, I think that the easiest solution is to, you know, not pass it along, be the brick that or be the stopper and to stop this thing and just come up with this convoluted solution. Yeah. Living in fear. Sure. But if you have the right, you know, distance and yeah. the right velocity through the earth, then you're going to be okay. Even though you always have that thing following you. Now, obviously this movie complicates everything because I use a sex and sex, especially in America. Is so stigmatized, you know, there are people alive that still think sex is such a bad thing. There are people being born that still think sex is a bad thing. Yeah, look, let, me, let me be clear. It. Cause I don't agree. I, I, you know, if, if like I, I don't think sex is a bad thing. I, I just think that the message that now, not all people are going to get that message. Some people might get the message you got, which is, you know, innocence and, and immortality. I didn't get that message. More, mortality. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's, immortality. It would be yeah. a much easier it's movie. Still, if there was yeah, sorry. It's, in it's, it's still early in the morning here. Um, yeah, no, the, the mortality and the innocence. I, it doesn't mean I can't get, get on board that, but that's not, that's not, and I'm not saying you're wrong because you could absolutely be right, but that's not what I got from this. I, to me, it was like, you know, this, you know, don't have sex. Cause if you don't, then you're, you're okay. And it's like, eh, I don't know. That's not a good message to send. And then, and then yeah. I guess my question would be like, if you wear a condom, does it, does it still change it? Or is it literally just sex? Because, and I don't know if that's, that's ever, if yeah. ever talked about, like we if you, know. if you wore a condom, does it not transfer to you? I don't know. I mean, um, I think that it doesn't matter, but the movie doesn't say so. Okay. It's up yeah. to interpretation. What I will tell you, I do enjoy about this movie because again, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want, I, I, I don't want to crap on it. Cause I, I, I don't, I think it's still a good movie. Um, so, you know, I do want to talk about the stuff I did like. I like the idea that you have no idea what time frame this is. Like they, they introduce so many different things in this movie that you're, you're confused on. When this is set, and I actually like this because it almost feels like a bad dream or, you know what I mean? Like in a dream, there's so many, there's, there's no rules in a dream, right? And there's so many different things that are happening. It's like, you know, they're watching TV on some old TV, but this is 2014, 15. But then one of the friends has like a, you know, kind of an electronic device and you can never tell with, with their, with their clothes when this is. And and cars are cars, man. I mean, you know, they just could have an older car because they don't have a lot of money. Who knows? You know, the the pool is was one of those, you know, soft pools that were that are I don't know if they're still popular, but they were popular. So so I like that. Like you don't you can't narrow down when this is, you know. Um, so I, I like that idea. I like I there was a lot of tension that was built with this thing. Um, you know, I'm a sucker for good music. I've said this a million times on this podcast. Some of the music worked great for me. Some of the music didn't work. Like it felt out of place, you know, like when you're building the tension of this thing, that's, that's walking and all these, okay. Some of the music, like when they're in the high school and they're looking for this, this Hugh guy, the music didn't fit for me. It just, you know, so, but I mean, there's, there are some good elements here, you know, there, there are this, again, just the premise alone of something always falling you is scary as hell. It's scary. That would scare the hell out of me, you know, and, and then, and then I guess if you're, if you're presented with this thing and you have this choice to make, you know, you don't know what you're going to do unless you're in that position. But I mean, I, I couldn't give it to someone. I couldn't, I wouldn't feel right doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but 
those are the things I really did like. I thought, you know, for a lower budget movie that I thought the acting was really good. I mean, you felt for a lot of these characters, especially Jay, you really felt for her, you know, you felt what she was going through and it, it must've just felt miserable and horrible and just overwhelming. Right. I mean, I like this movie. I go as far to say, I, like, I kind of love this movie. Um, watch it again last night. Kind of felt the same way. I love how methodical it is, how much uh, patience it has. Um, I love the music. Um, it's funny you brought up the one in the high school because that track did stand out, but I still thought it worked. Did you? Yeah, I think the soundtrack is amazing. I, I kind of just want to listen to the soundtrack on its own um, soon, like maybe when I'm at work or something. Like it's an amazing soundtrack. Definitely kind of like writing that time where like uh, kind of like like lo-fi um electric with like inspired by like you know like 80s music you could almost was like getting yeah. like a little bit more popular after movies like drive like a few years earlier yeah um kind of like made that a big thing i'm a sucker for that type of stuff i love i love that electronic stuff or you know yeah again um, i kind of love um how kind of uh, mysterious the movie is um but how it very clearly establishes the tension I love um, how it kind of like very slowly gives you reveals and it makes everything else that happened prior make sense. I love how it rewards rewatches. Um, I do love how it kind of feels like a dream throughout the entire movie. Yeah. And that just goes to my point that time and distance aren't clearly explained in the movie, which, you know, just kind of comes yeah. um, and reinforces your point. Um, I love a lot of things about this movie. And I don't think this movie isn't problematic. I do. Um, as soon as you bring in a topics that people are uncomfortable to talk about, specifically sex and STDs and yeah. the loss of innocence in our youth, yeah, like these things get really funky, especially as an American, because in America we don't like talking about those things and we don't like to solve those things, which is why we, you know, well, keep away from like politics or the state of our nation. We all have our thoughts on that. But I would say objectively, like, you know, we don't have nudity in commercials, you know, like yeah. nudity itself isn't sexual. But do other countries have nudity? Oh, commercials? yeah. There's a bunch of nudity in other. Seriously. Yeah. Just go across oh, the wow. ponds and you have like. A, no shit. Yeah. Like topless people. You oh, get, wow. You get like butts and stuff. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. In commercials. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, um, so there's like a lot of things. And any movie that invites discussion is worth watching in my book no and regardless of how you feel about this movie as a horror movie or how you feel about the topics it brings up to um discuss the fact that it's able to inspire this is worth a watch and your time so yeah i kind of love this movie i think it's a precursor to movies that uh you know that we a lot of people would love like hereditary yeah almost everyone who watches hereditary loves hereditary but I I don't think you can really have a movie like Hereditary without you know your 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 low budget indie darlings like um, It Follows, and the thing is most people seem to or some people don't seem to even like It Follows because that friend group uh, you know years ago didn't like it they didn't find it scary yeah and I and I like the movie like I said I I like it I I don't know you know I, I hate throwing numbers on something I just I don't like doing it but if but if I did this is a this is probably a solid six for me. You know, it's not, maybe it's a six and a half, but it's, you know, I've already talked about the stuff that I just, I can't, I can't get past. Now, with that said, there are great things that are going, I would recommend someone seeing this movie. There are, you know, and they may see it and and agree with me, agree with you. They may just completely hate it, you know? Um, but it's, you know, again, it's open for interpretation. Um, I, I getting back to the music. The music at times made me uncomfortable. Now, that's a good thing because most music does not do that to me. So I have to applaud them for that because there are times where, again, because the movie felt so out of whack, like, like, is it a dream? What's real? What's not? You know, we assume it's real, but it could be a dream. And the, and the music, it, it's almost like it, it almost like was like a shot to my gut, like, some of the music and that's again i again i have to applaud them because most of the time music doesn't do that to me and it for for it to make me feel uncomfortable that's a it's a good thing i mean especially in a horror movie it wasn't it wasn't so bad uncomfortable that i didn't i didn't enjoy it because i did 
So I have to, again, I have to give, you know, tip, tip my hat to them for that. You know, I'd heard like the director had, there was a video game that he used to love to play and the, 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 the band or the, the people that did the music for that video game, he actually hired to do the music for this movie. So I oh, thought wow. that was really cool. You that know? is cool. Yeah. This movie is full of tension. And I think a big part of that is the music. The music doesn't let up. You know? it, it never lets up. It's there. It's there throughout the whole movie. And I mean, and that's why I was saying earlier, it was like, there are times it was being used that I didn't felt it was necessary. But again, I believe it's probably done on purpose. And so, you know, um, I personally wouldn't have done that, but I'm not directing the movie. I can sit here and I can talk about a movie all, all you know, all I want, but I haven't sat down and, and, and done something and, and put it to film. And it, there's so many, so many things that go that go into a movie. And so, you know, I never want to, I never want to just take a big crap on a movie. I don't want to do that. I, I don't. And I'm trying to be better about that because I've never done a movie. I don't know what goes into making a 90 minute movie. There's so much. And so just because I didn't like it or I didn't think, think certain things worked, it doesn't mean that I don't respect the art. Cause I really do, you know, and there are some, like I said, there's some great things going on in this movie. It's just not a movie. I love, you know, so, you know, is there stuff in it, anything else like that we, uh, I don't, that we maybe didn't talk about that, you know, that we either liked or, you know, disliked, um, any, any particular scenes stand out? Like, was there a scene that just, you can't get it out of your head? Like, damn, you know, that's most of the movie for me, honestly. Yeah. 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 Did you, I, I didn't understand the part and maybe, maybe I wasn't supposed to understand it when it took the shape of his, of next door neighbor, a, a Greg, when it took the shape of his mom and then Jay went inside the room and it was like, almost like humping him. What was that all about? I didn't understand that. Well, that's when we see how it kills someone. Oh yeah. So, I mean, is that how you think it is? Because the girl at the beginning was torn in half. Like, no, her. we don't know oh. because we don't see it actually. So kill it kills her. in different. We, for all we know, it did the same exact thing. And in the process of doing that snapped her leg or maybe it snapped a leg afterward. We just don't mm -hmm. know, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And that's what makes those scenes just kind of like kind of stand out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do like the fact that it can't walk through stuff. Like it, it, if it can't get in through a door, it breaks a window. It, it can't, it's not like it's a ghost that can just walk through a wall. That would have bothered me. I like that. So, you know, I, I, I do like that idea. Like it has to get you, through coming, you know, so if she's in her bedroom and she's locked herself in her bedroom, it can't come in unless it breaks a window or knocks down a door. So it's not walking through something, you know, so I do like that, you know? Yeah. Um, anything, yeah. No, I like this movie. Anything else, man? Anything else that I kind of, I mean, I, I, I hope that we didn't, you know, we don't end the episode. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I wish I would have talked about that. You know? Uh, I'm sure there's things that we're going to miss out. Yeah. I mean. Like as a whole, like I said, I, I would absolutely recommend this. I, I like it. I don't love this movie. I like this movie. You love it. I, you know, it's, I think it's awesome that we finally got a movie where we're almost opposite on. Yeah. You know, it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Um, no, it so, doesn't. So I guess that's it. And I think we've, I think we've talked about everything. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll do a part two. About <laughs> part two, <laughs> if we forget something that's we, like totally necessary. But, yeah, I mean, because we could really. Delve I mean, dude, into the, thing, the thing about this movie is you could probably do like a six-hour dissertation on this podcast, or you know, for a part podcast if you wanted to. Or this, yeah, but that's not that's not who we are, man. We we watch a movie, we give our thoughts, you know, yeah. we throw in a little couple facts if we know anything, and yeah. then like this is kind of like a uh, like an almost like an impressions, like with a very little bit of analysis thrown in. So, like, when it comes to, like, all the things that we could talk about, we're never going to hit every single one. No, we're not that. Because we're just not talking that, about, yeah. like, the death scene with, like, Greg, like, that we could probably talk a whole hour on that if we yeah, really wanted yeah. to. But, yeah. I do like, I mean, yeah, we're not we're not that podcast. We're not going to spend three or four hours. You know, there, there are other podcasts that do that. You go, you can, you know, you can definitely listen to them. We try to, we, you know, we, we try to get in and out and, 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 but I do love I do love your, your take on, you know, this, 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 you know, the end this, you know, the, you know, once you have sex, this loss of innocence and this, and, you know, and then as, or just the mortality, as you were talking about, it's like, as we get older or as, you know, you know, like each day we're getting older and we're getting closer to death. And as you get, as you get into your sixties, 
hell, I'm going to be 50 this year. I mean, it, you start to think about it. It's like, you know, time's running out on you and it's, and it's literally running out on you the day you're born. And so just that alone is that could bake your noodle, you know? Yeah, no, I'm keenly aware of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try not to think about it. I know. Yeah. You can't, man. I mean, you yeah. can't, cause I mean, there's too many other things to think about that, you know? So, but uh, anyways, I, I, man, I think that's it for us. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like it. Check it out. Donovan loves it. You know, check yeah. it out. Yeah. Watch it. It's, it's not a good time, but it's a great movie. Yeah. So I guess that'll do it for us. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, hope everyone's staying safe out there. Uh, come back and uh, uh, check us out. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you tell everyone about our Ear for Fear podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ear for Fear. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There you can keep up to date on news, events, and episodes. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you come back and get an earful.